Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day, there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And oh my gosh, I am so excited about talking with my guest today. I'm not sure we've ever talked about this subject specifically on all our 900 plus programs, and we're going to have so much fun talking about it. So please join me in welcoming Becky Blades to our program today. Welcome, Becky. How are you? I'm great, Deb. Thank you so much. I'm I doing well. Perfect. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you now that we had that great teaser, right? And then we will dive into this. So today's guest measures success, not by what you finish, but rather what you have the initiative to begin. As I said, her name is Becky Blades. She is a best-selling writer, mixed media artist, award-winning entrepreneur, and philosopher of creative, adventurous living. Her latest book, Start More Than You Can Finish, is a joyful celebration of the art of beginnings, something that she calls start with A-R-T in all caps to emphasize the art part. It's a powerful new mindset that will have you starting, doing, and achieving more than you ever thought possible. So again, Becky, welcome. Thank you. Well, you know, I, I love you know, getting to know more about my guests. And, and so tell us a little bit about how it is that you got to where you are today. Thank you. I will. Well, I'm I'm a quiet on the advanced stage of my career. Um, in fact, I'm in that lifestyle. Uh, some would say it's retirement age, mm-hmm. but I have no intention of of that. So I know I, <laughs> exactly what is that. Um, so I started as a journalism student, and mm-hmm. I thought that I wanted to, you know, be the the, the print reporter. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> On a major newspaper, I went to journalism school in Missouri and realized that I did love the chasing of stories. Mm-hmm. I love writing, but I didn't love uh, the the mundane aspects of just chasing mm-hmm. down news. Maybe I didn't like that career trajectory. Mm-hmm. So I went, like you, into public relations, mm-hmm. um, which led to a lot of create creative outlets. Mm-hmm. Um I worked for a couple of other agencies, and then I started my own business at Mm -hmm. the age of 30. I uh, built it to um, just a wonderful national scale company Mm -hmm. with national clients. We did international promotions. Mm -hmm. I worked in industries like the aviation industry Mm -hmm. and um, a lot of B2B companies, Mm -hmm. some, some retail, Hallmark cards as a client. Mm-hmm. Um, and that suited my personality because with every client comes new beginnings, right. new creative starts. Mm-hmm. And so that scratched every itch I had. 
But it, at some point it, um, and, you know, maybe having kids had something to do with it. Uh, I started thinking, you know, I've really achieved everything I wanted mm-hmm. in that business. And there were these other interests, mm-hmm. art, um, entertainment, mm-hmm. pr- making, um, real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, I love travel. And so I uh, spent a few years looking at myself mm-hmm. and realizing that the people I wanted to be around were people that were starting things, were acting on their ideas. Okay. And so they were entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Um, I got into angel investing and, mm-hmm. and being around businesses, kind of my own personal little shark tank life. And that's just what jazzed me. Mm-hmm. And then I started um, after a few years of dabbling in writing, in art, mm-hmm. um, I started looking at myself and, and you know, with a little judgment that mm-hmm. maybe I wasn't achieving, mm-hmm. you know, in this next stage, you know, the, the largesse that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I went through an analysis of my finished work and my unfinished work, mm-hmm. what I'd started. And I also started surveying the people that I was hanging around mm-hmm. with, who I came to call Stardust, which is a right. word that um, I think one of my daughters coined about me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I realized that, you know, the most interesting people are and the most, you know, per- perhaps happy and flourishing mm-hmm. people are people that have ideas mm-hmm. and act on them. Mm-hmm. And so that's what uh, got me to studying uh, about the book. Mm-hmm. And I did about five years of research mm-hmm. and um, wrote Start More Than You Can Finish, a uh the subtitle is a cre- creative permission slip to unleash your best ideas. Because what I found is that we don't start our biggest ideas because we don't feel like we have permission. Right. And more from specifically, we, who? <laughs> uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, well, it's one of the enoughs. Mm-hmm. It, it is. Um, it, it, I was teaching an art class, for example, mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, these are people, they're young, they're certainly creative, Mm -hmm. they aren't bound by some of the things that uh, people in my life Mm -hmm. stage were. So I'm going to assume they start whatever they want. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, they don't have kids, Mm -hmm. you know, they don't have the kind of the Mm -hmm. uh, boundaries that some of us have. So um, I surveyed my students and said, what is it that you want to start that you haven't? And why haven't you? Mm -hmm. And the answers were all the same. They all fit in a in a category. Mm -hmm. They all did have things they hadn't started. Mm -hmm. And the reason that they hadn't started was because they didn't have enough Mm -hmm. and enough of a whole list. Right. And permission was one of them. Mm -hmm. Permission was one of the things they Mm -hmm. didn't have. And, you know, that's this esoteric thing Mm -hmm. um, of, you know, do you have permission from your family to take time away? Do you have Mm -hmm. permission from your uh, you know, in some cases for art students is, do I have permission to paint a mural under the bridge? Mm-hmm. That's really, right. mm-hmm. that's bona fide permission. Mm-hmm. But um, if we have an idea and it comes to us and it is of us, mm-hmm. it's it's usually a longing or something we're particularly mm-hmm. good at. Right. So uh, there's some force telling us that we should manifest it. Mm-hmm. And if we don't, 
we have to look at why. Mm-hmm. And of course, enough time is number one. Right. You know, enough and time. enough money. Mm-hmm. Enough money, resources, mm-hmm. whatever they are, mm-hmm. art supplies, whatever money can buy. Mm-hmm. Enough space, physical mm-hmm. space to make right. the thing. Um, so, um, you know, you and I were talking about podcasts earlier. Mm-hmm. You started a podcast. I think that I don't have enough discipline mm-hmm. to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm okay with that. And I don't, mm-hmm. I, you know, it, it's a trade-off, right. but mm-hmm. um, so the premise of the book is, is that when you address the enough mm-hmm. and you address whatever fear of the finish there is, mm-hmm. we always have enough to start. We may not have enough to finish the thing as we first conceive Mm -hmm. it. But as we all know about the creative process, a good idea changes the second you start on it. Mm -hmm. It gives you, you get information, you get clarity. So um, maybe you scratch the itch and you don't want to go further. Mm -hmm. But um, this, you know, so, so this is what I learned for my the second half of mm-hmm. my work and creative mm-hmm. life is that uh, the more I start, the more I build that starting muscle, mm-hmm. the more I reduce the odds mm-hmm. and the preciousness of every little start. Mm-hmm. And incidentally, the big ideas do come to fruition mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm, uh, you know, they at least get their shot. Right. Right. You know, and, and one of the premises that you have in the book is it's not bad to not finish, you know, and, and, and I think that is probably one of the big fears is we think, well, you know, if I, if I start a new company, I had better make it be successful, right? Um, you know, and, right. and whatever that manifests into, or, you know, if I start you know, you and I are both married. We're happily married, I'm assuming. Um, but if we, you know, if, if we weren't, you know, if I start dating again, I'm going to, you know, what, what's, you know, and, and so, you know, and, and, or if I start painting, you mentioned being an artist, then I'm going to have to, I mean, I have to paint the Mona Lisa, um, you know, and, yeah. and so we, we, and so then what happens is we don't start. We talk ourselves exactly. out of it before we ever even get to that point. Exactly. And it starts, doesn't it, with that that thing that some parents say to some kids, mm-hmm. don't start more than you can finish. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't bite, bite off more, more than you can chew. chew. Mm-hmm. Or it's not what you start, it's what you finish. Right. And you know what occurred to me as I was writing the book is that, uh, first of all, my parents never said that mm-hmm. for a lot of different reasons, mm-hmm. some of them good, some of them bad. But the other thing is the parents who did they were not trying to make us finish. Right. They were trying to make us not start. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, just a tragedy. Right. You know, most, if, if when you're, if your parents said that, you know, if a teacher said it in school, mm-hmm. it's because, you know, it's 10 minutes to recess. Don't, mm-hmm. you know, don't get the crayons out right. and make a mess. Mm-hmm. Don't start a big project up. because we're going on to something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. But we're grownups now. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I can make a mess in my art mm-hmm. studio if I want to. Mm-hmm. But that, you know, that repetition mm-hmm. and that mindset, mm-hmm. it is holding some people 
you know, in prisons. Right. Um, I had, I interviewed psychotherapists mm-hmm. who, who said, no, this, this new mindset mm-hmm. of start more than you can finish mm-hmm. really frees up perfectionists mm-hmm. because that's what perfectionism is. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, finishing is always the end game, right? That's always, we would mm-hmm. not start mm-hmm. if we didn't have a vision of the finish, mm-hmm. but the finish could be so many things. Mm-hmm. What is the finish of a, of a wedding day? Right. You mm-hmm. know, is it a, is it a marriage, is it a 90 year marriage with mm-hmm. kids and grandkids? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know. And right. if you think you hold on to that, mm-hmm. if you think we want 2.2 children and mm-hmm. you're not getting, mm-hmm. and that you know, makes a divorce. Mm-hmm. I think you will certainly not, mm-hmm. you know, rush into marriage and right. maybe miss miss mm-hmm. that opportunity. But let's take let's take business for example. Mm-hmm. And this is what was really interesting for me as I started working with entrepreneurs, um, even while I still had my business, is that my first business. Um, because I've started five businesses mm-hmm. and I still people still only know about one, mm-hmm. but um, the I knew people who had great business ideas mm-hmm. and would talk about them and talk about them, but never pull the trigger to do what what you would consider mm-hmm. starting the business right. because it wasn't they didn't have it planned so that it could meet their finish expectations, mm-hmm. and those were mm-hmm. everything from I have to have this business a business that can. Uh, support my family so mm-hmm. I can quit my day job. Mm-hmm. And we all know there are many businesses that are side hustles that mm-hmm. start as side right. hustles and turn into other things. Two, um, I knew more than one entrepreneurs, they happen to be men, and I think there is something in this, that wanted to do a public exit. They wanted, if their business idea could not support exiting with a public stock Hmm. offering, it wasn't a good enough idea. Ah, So so it had to be a big business. Yeah. And so what what do you think they were doing with their planning? Because Mm -hmm. they wanted to plan this business, Mm -hmm. go raise capital Mm -hmm. based on this Mm -hmm. finishing model. And, you know, that's what they wanted to do. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, the whole begin with the end in mind Mm -hmm. mindset. Right. That's great. Neither one of those people have businesses at all. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, they're, they're, you know, schooling or whatever goal setting mechanism Mm -hmm. was in fashion at the time. Uh, They just held onto that too Mm -hmm. tight and the finish was too tightly defined. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we, from that comes this whole uh, cultural thing Mm -hmm. that then rests and businesses mm-hmm. of failure. If, mm-hmm. you know, if we pull the, if we start something and we have to pull the plug on it or we get to pull the plug mm-hmm. on it, um, what do we call that? Is, mm-hmm. That's called failure. Right. It, and that's, that's not called, good for many that's people. Not good. Mm-hmm. We don't get promotions for that mm-hmm. in most businesses, but there are businesses now that realize that the big success comes from getting to failure. You know, it's the failing fast, failing fast. Mm -hmm. Learn from it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what if, you know, so take that 
across our lives and mm-hmm. all the goals. We aren't only workplace beings, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, becoming the chef that we want, mm-hmm. the gardener we want, building, throwing parties, mm-hmm. building relationships. Um, if we can embrace the fact that every time we begin something, mm-hmm. we are opening a swag bag, I call it, of mm-hmm. opportunities. And the start, um, what the what the what the work of this book is, mm-hmm. is that I lay out a process of mm-hmm. what this what a start is. Mm-hmm. And so there are four parts to it. And each in each of those parts, we mm-hmm. have opportunities for improvement. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us can look at those four parts and see, mm-hmm. ah, this is my weak point. Mm-hmm. Um, you want me to tell you the four parts? Yes, most definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are we ready? Um so it is it is based on our model for change. It's mm-hmm. what what human beings go through when we make a change, mm-hmm. make growth. And it is imagine, just think, decide, mm-hmm. and act. Mm-hmm. Imagine the future state, mm-hmm. whether it's change or beginning something and um creating it. Once we imagine that, and we should imagine as big as we can, right? right? That's okay to have those big, hairy, audacious goals at that point. Exactly. It is not only okay, it is it is life-giving. Mm-hmm. It is our greatest happiness mm-hmm. and actualization. But then we go to a place where we think about that. And what does that really mean in my mm-hmm. life? What, mm-hmm. what would that change? What would that look like? How would I get there? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then we get to well, what would happen if I don't? What would happen if I mm-hmm. fail? So, if mm-hmm. you think about this, think this is where most people get stuck, right? And, and we we'll do analysis like, paralysis by analysis. Exactly, exactly. So, um, so we should imagine bigger, mm-hmm. think less, mm-hmm. because also this is key. Human beings are designed for survival, mm-hmm. not necessarily happiness. Right. So when we start thinking about it, mm-hmm. we are going to go to self-preservation. Right. We don't so leave the cave. We, exactly. All we're going to do by thinking more is talk ourselves out of it. Mm-hmm. So we need to imagine bigger, think less, mm-hmm. then decide. Mm-hmm. And I say, decide to decide, because most people don't decide not to start right. something. Mm-hmm. They just don't, they decide not to make that decision uh-huh. yet. Yeah. Uh, next year. Them. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to retire. Yeah. You know, when the kids right. are gone, all those various things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not saying no to your mm-hmm. book. You're just saying. It's not now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but have you decided? No. So decide. Mm-hmm. And then act. So mm-hmm. act fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, you know, we all know people who can, you know, do any number of those things differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe people that just imagine too limited mm-hmm. and, uh, and, you know, we can take classes or mm-hmm. get friends that help to help us do that better. But anyway, it's, it's just about taking those four steps mm-hmm. and, seeing where we're selling ourselves mm-hmm. short right getting to action mm-hmm. because then all of those steps are interchangeable if we mm-hmm. live a statistic life mm-hmm. we're always going to be doing all of them mm-hmm. we're always going to be right. thinking about 
something we thought mm-hmm. about before. We're always going to be ideating. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what you're doing inspires me. What do I, you know, do I want to do something like that? Um, so as we consume the world, we will always be in various stages of mm-hmm. starting our own ideas. Right. Right. You know, and, and we do, we do it all the time. You know, we're, we're reading a book, we're watching TV and we think, oh, that sounds like fun. What if, why couldn't, you know, and, yeah. and then usually, you know, the, the, you know, you turn the page, the commercial comes on, whatever. Um, but, you know, you, you mentioned something at the start and that's the word judgment, you know, and, and I think that's probably one of the big things that holds us back is we think, you know, okay, some, somebody, you know, whether it's yeah. ourselves or our, our loved ones, our friends, our church, our whoever, they're going to say, why on earth are you wanting to do that? Um, you know, and, and, and so that, that whole little judgment thing comes in. And so we think, well, we don't even want to have them do that. So again, we just don't even start, or we mm-hmm. certainly don't tell anybody, I would love to be a chef. Because people are going to, oh my God, you cut your fingers off. You're going to do this, you know, all those things. And, and those little judgment people, you know, and there's some of them are real and some of them are just in our head, but those, those little judgy boo birds, you know, Mm -hmm. we're just, we, we pay far too much attention to them. Yeah. And then you've, you know, you've declared it. Mm -hmm. And so the judgment you're worried about all the, uh, all the kinds of judgment. Mm -hmm. I'm not a good, I'm Mm -hmm. not a good chef. Do I want people, people are. Right. know that I'm going I'm trying to cook. Mm-hmm. So they're going to, what are they going to expect and who, mm-hmm. I mean, we actually pick out people's opinions yeah. who we care yeah. about. And mm-hmm. We, we just make those decisions, mm-hmm. but you know, let's talk about all the other kinds of judgment mm-hmm. for startists, for okay. people who get uh, really good or, or, you know, maybe people who start too much, the people I mm-hmm. consider on the successful end mm-hmm. of the spectrum, um, do you know people who always have a lot of things going that start a lot of things mm-hmm. and maybe never? Right. You always think uh, they never quite finish them. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But they're they're finishing something. Mm-hmm. Um, in my case, that's the judgment I, I did to myself mm-hmm. is and I have ADD. I'm the first to say mm-hmm. I like to squirrel Swish around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's <laughs> the butterfly syndrome. Mm-hmm. But I. Uh, First of all, I I uh, have learned to embrace it, and and you know we we mm-hmm. deal with whatever package we have. Mm-hmm. And but I learned that uh, my ADD actually worked for me mm-hmm. because I had to learn to manage it, mm-hmm. and that having a lot of plates spinning, mm-hmm. uh, I, I used I used one plate to help the other. I was mm-hmm. very successful in a mm-hmm. business with that served a lot of clients mm-hmm. at a time. And of course, uh, you know, a lot of businesses That's are like that. That's part of why you want to do an agency, right? I love agency work exactly. because you're doing here and here and here and here and here and here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So people who are, you know, who are easily bored, mm-hmm. um, agencies work for mm-hmm. higher type of engagements, real mm-hmm. estate. Those mm-hmm. are, those are great for startups. Right. Um, but we tend to you know, we tend to judge those people. In the, in the first of the book, I talk about a cocktail party I was at. Mm-hmm. And somebody was, this is pretty soon after I sold my first company, mm-hmm. very successfully, but I started 
to uh, judge myself. And I was still going to, you know, I was on the Chamber of Commerce board, I was still mm-hmm. going to mm-hmm. business things. Some people at this in this conversation at the party were talking about someone, and I finally realized who they were talking about. And it was a person that I respect incredibly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, they were talking about, you know, well, he's been working on this thing. And has he, you know, like, what has he done lately? And this mm-hmm. person was a civic leader. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was an entrepreneur, right. a serial entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, it was, um, it just, I think that's what kind of started to have me let myself off the hook mm-hmm. and start beginning to study um, and to really champion the cause of starting. Mm-hmm. Is it is it a a flighty right. indication of failure? Absolutely not, mm-hmm. and quite the opposite. Mm-hmm. This person that they were talking about, I would I would give anything to have his accomplishments, right. his um, you know his reputation. Mm-hmm. So. It's them, not us. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like I have to explain it. I mean, I do mm-hmm. feel the need to study it and say, ah, here's what it look. Here's mm-hmm. what people aren't seeing mm-hmm. is that beginning starting is a muscle. Mm-hmm. And the first step is full of information mm-hmm. until we, here's a guy who takes the first step. Mm-hmm. He rolls the dice. He, he does it so much that you can't help not mm-hmm. see that that first mm-hmm. ignition switch. Right. And then maybe you don't see what happens mm-hmm. to it because he's smart enough to say, eh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. Right. Or um, or the finishes are smaller mm-hmm. and less public mm-hmm. than we know. I have right. a drawer full of art that is finished that mm-hmm. nobody ever sees. Mm-hmm. But if they think that the last art I did was when I had a gallery showing, they don't know. They right. don't know what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and a big part of it is we need to ignore those people, you know, and, and kind of yeah. have that thick skin of, I don't care what you think. I am still mm-hmm. going to do this, um, you know, and, and which is, is hard. I mean, you know, it, we, I, I say that, but yeah, that's, it is, it is hard because there are always somebody that if they were to say, why are you doing that? We would be mm-hmm. crushed, right? You mm-hmm. know, and 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 we've talked about this a little bit in in various ways on the program, where a lot of times those people mean well. You know, they they they're wanting to protect us. You know, going back to you know, little kid, why why are you going to do that? You know, why are you going to you know learn to be a chef? You're going to hurt yourself. Why are you? Mm-hmm. Know, and and so they're saying these things because they want to protect us. But what we've discovered a lot of times is it's their own problem. You know, they're thinking I wanted to do that and I never did. And, Mm -hmm. but, you know, but I'm going to protect and, and right. It's, it's our parents, our teachers at the very start who were, you know, why do you want to do that? You and I are the same generation of, um, you know, why, why do you want to go to college? Why do you want to study math? You know, because Mm -hmm. little girls did not do that when we were in school and, I remember we, you know, uh, we wanted to do punt, pass, and kick. That was one of the big things that they did. I don't even know if they still do. Yeah, it. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, you know, and 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 the girls were actually better at it than the boys, which was very entertaining. Um, and they let us do it and have fun with it until we said we want to compete. We mm. want to do it for real. 
And then it was, oh no, little girls don't do that. Um, you know, and 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 I remember, you know, getting a little bit older and having shop class, which was for the boys, and mm-hmm. having home ec class, which was for the girls. Now I went to school with some really smart boys who went, they cook. They cook in that class. We want to do that. And so we all um, of a sudden, I mean, like I was in ninth grade and half of my class had boys and it, but it took a while for, you know, the home ec teacher was like, and, and at the same point we had girls who took shop. Now this was back in the seventies when, you know, you did not do that. And I don't know how it is that, that we actually got to do it because, you know, I guess they figured we were going to have a mutiny on their hands, but you know, they, they really did in most cases, they wanted to protect us. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe that was, uh, because our school did that too. Mm-hmm. Maybe there was some consciousness and, and that said, mm-hmm. let's switch because I got to go to shop in right. seventh grade. I we did. were at the end of the, the, you know, the, the hippie dippy generation, right? Yeah. 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 It was, mm-hmm. yeah, totally in this er, er, very early seventies. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yes, I want to not listen to those people, but mm-hmm. what I decided in, as I did the research mm-hmm is that what we really need is just what maybe happened in Shop and mm-hmm. Home Act is that we need to be support, supported by the people around us. So right. we need to change the thinking. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just, I don't want my kids to have to ignore mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people that right. are of a different Because sometimes they really do, are are there to protect you, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, don't go play but in the street, honey. <laughs> <laughs> But they're missing out too. I mean, what I what I realized by talking to people who were who were finishers. I mean, there are people, and it's a it's a illness. There's a whole. I mean, I studied a lot of um, uh, neuro, you know, mm-hmm. neuropsychology. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's a, a a syndrome that won't allow us you know, a fear finishing, Mm -hmm. there is a gotta finish Mm -hmm. syndrome. Um, And, you know, but we don't we respect people more who finish everything. There's Mm -hmm. something in our society that has said, Oh, Mm -hmm. she finishes everything Mm -hmm. she starts. Mm -hmm. Even if it's, even if she's not interested anymore, even if, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the the season has changed mm-hmm. and she doesn't need that coat and she's mm-hmm. moved to Florida. So she's right, still- but she finished it. To- <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. she finished it and she had to. And mm-hmm. and I, I know people like that. Mm-hmm. Um and I we, you know we can't save them all, mm-hmm. but doing the research that shows that here are the benefits mm-hmm. of acting on idea, on mm-hmm. an idea, on starting, mm-hmm. on that exploration. Here's what it does for uh, your brain chemistry, for your brain connections. And here's what uh, too much focus on the finish Mm -hmm. does. Here are some dangers of it. Mm -hmm. That kind of awareness will help us all. So Mm -hmm. we want want our educators to think differently about that. Mm -hmm. We want, and and when we talk about big success, it is true that mm-hmm. the people who start the most have the biggest success. Mm-hmm. An example is, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Mozart, for example, right. wasn't the most, his hit list, his hit rate in his mm-hmm. day, if you 
been a right. if he'd been a Spotify artist, mm-hmm. was not any bigger than anybody else. No, he just started more music. Mm-hmm. He made more right. music. So one in a hundred is a hit. Mm-hmm. He started a hundred times more than mm-hmm. other people. He he died with a lot of unfinished mm-hmm. music. Right. So we can learn from the greats mm-hmm. to that, you know, kind of being quick to mm-hmm. act on an idea um, makes us better curators right. of ideas also. Mm-hmm. So I can tell, a, I can tell a stinker from a winner mm-hmm. right. faster. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I need to, you know, and, and I develop a way to toss it around mm-hmm. and certainly in business, how to assess the, you know, a, a, a business model mm-hmm. and, monetization and a market and a customer, right. all that comes with mm-hmm. practice. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, you can, you can start it and realize Oop, that's not going to work <laughs> you know, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, know, and you talk about this in your book, but then there's also that seed of, okay, but what if this was different, you know? And, and so then we're going to start something based on that. Uh, you know, we're going to learn from, I'm not going to, you know, that mistake, that failure, that stop, that whatever you call it. And we're going to turn it into something good. Exactly. And we we call it the pivot. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, in the book, uh, do a whole chapter on mm-hmm. the restart because really mm-hmm. complete is going back to the chair every mm-hmm. day and restarting. It's, right. it's a, it's a whole series mm-hmm. of starting again and starting again. Mm-hmm. So when we when we um, focus and build the excitement mm-hmm. of our starts, we also can figure out how to restart with energy mm-hmm. in ways um, and, and in our organizations mm-hmm. in ways that keep it fresh all the way to completion mm-hmm. for, for really long projects. But the restart is what most um, you know mm-hmm. finishes are made right. of. Right. Yeah. And an example of an artist would be, you know, they start in this medium, whatever it is, uh-huh. and then, you know, and then they go, well, that's not going to work. But what if we yeah. did this instead? Um, you know, we we started in oil. Okay. Oil's not the best thing for this. So we're going to move to watercolor. You know, we started creating this, this masterpiece for a symphony. What if we create it for a soloist? I mean, you know, all of those things. And and so we are learning from that as part of that process. Exactly. Every every bit of material, mm-hmm. you know, su- supply whatever our mm-hmm. supplies are in art, mm-hmm. you know, experimenting with those is is inspiration mm-hmm. in and of itself. Right. You know, people uh, are are knitters mm-hmm. or or sewers mm-hmm. have all this fabric that or or, or yarn oh, and yeah. just looking mm-hmm. at it is. Mm-hmm you know, is inspiration. So mm-hmm. one of the things I say in the book is whatever inspires you, have it, have it sitting out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could make it into, make it neat, make it up, but right. um, don't, don't put it away mm-hmm. in a closet. So you forget mm-hmm. that you're a knitter. Right. Um, have your, have your art out tempting mm-hmm. you because, you know, it's, it's also, I, I just was spoke to a group today and I, I asked people, if they had artistic um, aspirations mm-hmm. or creative, creative 
you know, I guess you would call them hobbies mm-hmm. or outlets because mm-hmm. this was a group of entrepreneurs. And a guy said, well, mine would be woodworking, but I don't have time for it. But I, I know how to do it. I said, do mm-hmm. you have a, a wood shop? He mm-hmm. said, he says, I've got everything, but I don't have time right now. Yeah. I never go in there. I, I never. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm, you know, I said, well, what is right now? Are you just saying, and he's building his business mm-hmm. and he's really, I mean, he, uh, he chose to mm-hmm. be at this thing today. Mm-hmm. So he does have some flexibility hey. in his time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in those cases, the, those situations make me really sad because mm-hmm. I believe that we can try to whittle down those avocations mm-hmm. um, to, to very, we can chunk them up, chunk them up to um, something that we could work on it. 10 minutes at a time if mm-hmm. we want to, you know, writers do that. Mm-hmm. Um, artists can do that. Right. I'm not sure. I don't know if you can work. Maybe it's too frustrating to yeah. get started. But you never know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But you know, th- those are the things that mm-hmm. make me sad. And, and well, I'm not, I'm not judging that person mm-hmm. right now. Life stage is also mm-hmm. a big thing. It's easy right. for me to say my mm-hmm. kids are gone. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> well, but it, it also gives your brain a break. Um, yeah. You know, I, it, it's funny. I like to cook. Am I good at it? Meh. You know, that's you, but I like to do it. And part of the reason is while I'm doing it, I have to focus on just that. Or I am going to cut off my thumb or, you know, burn something. And and so whatever is else is going on in my world, it's it's in a back seat. Um, you yeah. know, and and so I think that's you know, and, and that's that's something that is so interesting. And when we look at people who have that high drive, then we see them burn out. Um, you know, yeah. those those yeah. are the people that, you know, are the workaholics. You know, when when I read things like, you know, Elon Musk only sleeps three hours a night, I'm sorry, his body at some point is going to say, excuse me. (laughs) And, you know, he might be 95 before that happens. Who knows? But, you know, we need kind of those outlets and it, you know, it, it, it can just be something as someone's going for a walk, right? Um, you know, just something where you kind of shift gears for a little while. And I think that's why, you know, when they say, you know, if, if you know, if say you're angry at somebody, take a walk, get away from it, get out of that situation. Um, you know, but, it, but it's also good to, you know, because somehow, sometimes a lot of times in those situations, when you're, you know, dicing the carrots or whatever, you're like, Wow, mm-hmm. that orange color would be so good to do such and such with. Yes, um, you know, yes. and, and it, so it's, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you know, our, our and, brains and, need and those. Cookies are really good one. <laughs> I'm sorry to mm. step on your words. Um, yeah, but cooking's a really good one, and I'm terrible cook, and, and it's not my outlet. Um, it makes me too. It stresses me for some reason. Um, but cooking is um, it's finite mm-hmm. and you, I mean, you right. actually consume it. So mm-hmm. you're done at, mm-hmm. at that point. Um, whereas uh, with visual arts, for mm-hmm. example, you know, Leonardo, yeah, you can always put another little said, dab yeah. of something there. Right. Mm-hmm. Leonardo, I think said, uh, art is never finished, only abandoned mm-hmm. <laughs> because you mm-hmm. could always do, put more right. layers on, mm-hmm. but um, I like to recommend uh, classes. So, because 
that is something for, for some people who can't break away from their lives. So right. if there were a class, you know, say a writing class, so you don't mm-hmm. think you can discipline yourself mm-hmm. to write or you think mm-hmm. you should be at work um, one hour mm-hmm. a week for six weeks, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you got to be there. Mm-hmm. You physically put yourself somewhere. Right. You Everybody paid else. to do it. That's a lot of times. Yes. If you paid to do yeah, you it, paid to do it. There is a good mm-hmm. one. Um, and you you complete. You usually mm-hmm. the teacher will mm-hmm. create a way for you to complete something mm-hmm. while you're there. Right. And then you get you also get some feedback. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, what we what we start, it's in this in the quiet of our mm-hmm. own mind. We can tear it down. Mm-hmm. We can minimize it. So anyway, that's one of the first things I suggest for the type of things we've been talking mm-hmm. about for a woodwork, something right. you want to do mm-hmm. and something you're curious about. Mm-hmm. And at this stage, you know, at, at the at the at the end of the book, I, I study uh, people in late stage of life mm-hmm. who say it's too late to start right. this. It's too mm-hmm. people. I, don't I wish start. I had. Yeah. Well, and they don't. I mean, that's like. I don't know if they even get there. It's not a regret yet, but mm-hmm. they think it's again focus on the finish. Right. Um, if I why should I start to write now, a book because mm-hmm. I won't be able to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, well, classes again mm-hmm. are a good answer for mm-hmm. that. But I have a I have a great story. I met a man who was in his forties when I met him mm-hmm. uh, at an art studio painting this amazing picture. We started mm-hmm. talking. He, he was giddy to talk to me about and tell his story. He said, yeah, I just learned I could do this a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I said, well, what do you mean learned you could do it? Right. He said, I have never, I had never picked up a pencil to draw. My daughter had her art supplies sitting mm-hmm. there. I was, had taken a photograph. I picked up the pencil. I drew this likeness of a woman's face. Mm-hmm. And it was a perfect likeness. Wow. He was in his late Mm forties and he, his whole, just, he had never tried. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is he told, he went to his wife and he said, listen, have you ever tried to draw? Mm -hmm. All you got to do is look at what you're drawing. And then (laughs) she went on the paper (laughs) and she said, he says, it's just really easy. Anybody, she said, no, not anybody can do yeah, it. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> you had a talent. Mm-hmm. So some of these, you know, to start a new interest mm-hmm. and a stage of life, um, there are, I'm finding his is not an isolated story, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a fabulous one. Right. His name is Bill Rose, William mm-hmm. Rose. If your um, listeners want to look him up, mm-hmm. he is now, uh, a lot of his work is doing big sports murals huh. in mm-hmm. sports stadiums around mm-hmm. the country. I mean, he is a very gifted artist. And then he learned color, taught mm-hmm. himself color, um, you know, eventually mm-hmm. quit his day job. He was right. a was a, a business project mm-hmm. manager. Right. The, the opposite of what you would think. Yeah. So what do we know? Until we st- start, we could be, we could mm-hmm. be missing um, a God-given talent right. that's you know, we could be a prodigy of something and not mm-hmm. know it, but we could we could find out that something we've been itching to do mm-hmm. we just don't like to do. Yeah. Well, you and know, no, that I, wasn't going to work. <laughs> and I love no, I love knowing. Right. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's a business I right. we don't have time to, mm-hmm. but there's a business that I went 
pretty all in on for mm-hmm. a year and, and got to the place where I said, nah, mm-hmm. and I've done that. I have no yeah. regrets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I look back and I think, well, that was a, you know, I, and I do think, well, you know, that's kind of a waste of time and energy and money, but what did I learn from it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And yeah. if all, if all you learn is that's not for me mm-hmm. and I have respect for that right. industry, mm-hmm. um, it's just, mm-hmm. and it's good cocktail conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So what about yeah. another fear? The fear of what if it works? Oh, good one. Yep. Yeah. It could change everything. Mm-hmm. Is it, is it too big for me? Right. And, and that's where we, that's where we get to say, mm-hmm. I get to choose. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what I'm in the middle of right now. This is just last night. Mm-hmm. I did a comedy show, my third comedy show. Oh, I love it. Sold out. Mm-hmm. I started it while I was writing this book because mm-hmm. I did a year of saying yes. I have mm-hmm. these hypotheses in the book. I said, I got to I gotta walk the walk. Right. Mm-hmm. And my daughter called um, one year and said uh, in April, mom, you sh- will you come to New York and perform with my comedy club. Mm-hmm. It's just, we're asking our moms for Mother's Aww. Day to do comedy readings. Uh-huh. And I had decided it was my year of saying yes. So okay. I said, yes. You, you know who didn't say yes? Any other moms. I was mm-hmm. the only, <laughs> I was 20 years <laughs> well, older. Well, bad than for them. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it was fun. I came back. I said something about it on Facebook. The women on my Facebook feed said, you should do a show here in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. So I had to do it. Right. Um, it, I started, I, I printed something out on the computer. I mm-hmm. wrote on masking tape, ladies laugh lounge. Mm-hmm. We are now doing every show is sold out. Ah! The women, I mean, the last one sold mm-hmm. out in three days with no marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I'm thinking I is, is the one we did last night, which mm-hmm. was so much fun is dude, is that going to be can I just let that be the last one or do I want to make this my life? Right. What What's the downside? Mm-hmm. I plan one for January and then I look at January and January is so busy. Mm-hmm. Do I want to be controlled by mm-hmm. this? But I just got to stop right. talking to mm-hmm. myself. It's like, I have control. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm a big girl. Mm-hmm. I can decide my limitations. Mm-hmm. So with, with things in my stage of life mm-hmm. right now, um, I'm in my sixties. I, I want flexibility. Mm-hmm. So I have a newsletter. I hope mm-hmm. uh, people will subscribe. It's called Stardustry. Mm-hmm. It's a, a fun newsletter about creativity, but mm-hmm. it's not on a schedule. Mm-hmm. It's not. Yeah. Um, it's when the spirit every moves. Every two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's when the spirit moves. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And, um, and that's the way I can do it. So, and that's mm-hmm. the way that these comedy shows are, but you know, part of my monkey mind starts going with the show that oh, I should take it up to other cities. Right. I you can know, go on the road. <laughs> women, yeah. Women love this. Or, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I could sell it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know. This is the day after. Right. I need to enjoy uh-huh. what yesterday was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get, but, you know, that's the stage of life. It's a luxury mm-hmm. to be at, mm-hmm. at this place. Right. But, I think with every side hustle mm-hmm. somebody could start, mm-hmm. um, I know this is a, bu- a business po- podcast, and I just have to say to anybody that's in a full-time job, mm-hmm. if you 
if you have a dream of a side hustle, Mm -hmm. hustle that side, because those are such great discoveries. Mm -hmm. Just figure out how small you can do it. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't, so you can, you know, turn it down or off Mm -hmm. if you want to. Um, But, you know, there's so many sharing Mm -hmm. apps and possibilities Mm -hmm. these, these days that um, figure out how you can explore Mm -hmm. that craving or Mm -hmm. longing without ignoring it, explore, Mm -hmm. ignore. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and, and again, be realistic. You're not starting Amazon tomorrow. There you go. (laughs) Now, are you starting something that might in 20 years? be Amazon or, you know, whatever, um, maybe, but yeah, it's, and, and I think that's one of the things, you know, because I joked about big, hairy, audacious goals, you know, we're, we're marketing people and we've been told you have to have your BHAGs. I'm not a big fan of those when they're totally unachievable, right? You know, I'm going to be a bazillionaire because then when you're not, then it's, it's, you know, but, but if you say, I want to make enough to pay my bills, <laughs> you know, but yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's, you know, and, and it depends. I mean, for, depending on your situation, that might be a big, hairy, audacious, audacious goal, um, you know, and, and, right. but to me, you know, those, it, it still needs to be a realistic goal. And so, you know, it's, it might be big and, and, you mm-hmm. know, the, I think if we set our goals too little, we're selling ourselves short. Um, you know, like you didn't write a book to say, I only want to sell 10 copies, <laughs> right? right. You know? But, right. you know, babe, selling, you know, a million, eh, that might be a stretch. But I did, mm-hmm. you know, but I did start and, and this is based on my story that mm-hmm. my first book I didn't have as a goal. It's, mm-hmm. And I tell the story in this book. I, I, I wrote a book called Do Your Laundry or mm-hmm. You'll Die Alone. And it's <laughs> a, a advice your mom would give if she thought you were listening. Mm-hmm. It is a bestseller for 10 years now. It's going on its 10th I year. I love it. Mm-hmm. I, I did it. It was journal entries mm-hmm. when my daughter was a senior year mm-hmm. in high school and she was driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. I sent it to her, her freshman year in college. Mm-hmm. She said, mom, you're always telling us to act on our ideas and put our art in the mm-hmm. world. You need to make this into a mm-hmm. book. So I turned it into a book. And of course, you know, I'm not going to do, I'm going to do quality work right, when I do right. it. I'm going to mm-hmm. do something to do it well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I sold the book. I self-published. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, uh, I didn't get an agent. I didn't mm-hmm. get a a publisher mm-hmm. and um it sold so much that a publisher came to me mm-hmm. and that based on that mm-hmm. goal based on that book and success mm-hmm. i was able to get the the book deal for right. start mm-hmm. finish i would not have so if i had set a goal um to to get a publisher about my first book i think uh, it, i'm answering your point about mm-hmm. you i wouldn't set a goal so small mm-hmm. well I didn't, I set a goal to have a book, Mm -hmm. but I didn't have a money goal and Mm -hmm. I didn't have a, Mm -hmm. you know, a competitive metric. But maybe that wasn't important. Yeah. I think we need to keep our goals, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, about the creation Um, and, and the metrics some, Mm -hmm. until we are farther along, Mm -hmm. not worry about the metrics. 
Right. That's not going to be an mm-hmm. exact science, mm-hmm. but it goes back to the, you know, the people that won't start a company if it can't mm-hmm. go public. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they can get a public company, but I don't think that's the way you started. Right. I think you started by thinking, you know, what problem are you solving? Mm-hmm. What do your customers need? Mm-hmm. Not, yeah. I want to be a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't right. think that's how magic happens. Mm-hmm. Right. So how do we know if we're a startist? I think we're all probably startists, except for some finishers who have some. Um, uh, if you you're absolutely an, an actualized startist, if you um, let me find it in my in the book, I'll get the list. Um, you know, if you're one of those people that has a lot of ideas mm-hmm. and you bite off more than you can chew. <laughs> Um, Can I just keep raising my hand? Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Well, you have started a podcast. Mm -hmm. You have started, um, you know, a business. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. I got uh, not going to be able to find it fast enough. But that's all right. Um, That means people need to buy. Yeah. It's it's people who people who act on their ideas. Mm They. have more than one thing Mm -hmm. going at once or they can. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, if you've thrown a party, Mm -hmm. you're a startist. If you've initiated um, uh, a project, Mm -hmm. if you've built a home, if you've honestly, if you've started a family, Mm -hmm. but some of us don't want to, um, you know, don't want to Claim that title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I call it, you know, you're a self-actualized startist mm-hmm. if you embrace it mm-hmm. and see it as see starting as a as a strength mm-hmm. and not a weakness. Right. You know, and, and I love that because that was what I, th- exactly what I got out of the book when I was reading it was there ain't nothing wrong with me. Um, you know, and, and I think that really was it. Yeah. And, and oh. you know, you'll love this. I started the book and I haven't finished it. Um, but, you know, but I will, I mean, you know, because it's obviously great content, yeah. but, but yeah, and I, I hope did. you feel like you can yeah. start at any, you could open right, I can it pick it back up when I need to. Yeah. yeah. And, but it really did make me realize it's okay. You know, it, uh, you know, the, the stuff that didn't go the way I wanted it to, that's okay. You know, there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with it. I need to stop kicking myself for it, you know, and, and all of those things. I mean, and, and so that was, that was really what I got out of the book, which I, you know, that, that was, that was wonderful. Yeah. That's all I want. Yay! And, then, and, and there will be people, there are people who will read it. I, I, I hope people give it to certainly, you know, kids graduating. That's or, what I was uh, just thinking. New graduates need these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that I, I a really cool thing is happening. The the book's been out um, about nine months now, mm-hmm. and I'm starting to get you know the emails. Mm-hmm. I started this book because of you. Mm-hmm. It just got a I just mm-hmm. got a publisher. Um, one woman self published a book, wrote it in a week, Whoa. and self published it. And it's called um, How to Change the World by Tuesday, and it's about. Uh, doing a personal action plan mm-hmm. if you don't like the mm-hmm. politics of the world right now. Um, so, you know, people are starting it. to tell me mm-hmm. what, what the mm-hmm. book has made them start. Right. Um, 
and people of a certain age, like mm-hmm. us maybe, are, are you know just feeling better about the things mm-hmm. we've already started. Mm-hmm. Um, but but young people um, and a lot of people in the stage of say empty nesting mm-hmm. or tra- life transition. Yeah, what is next? Mm-hmm. Yes, are are looking at it like it doesn't. I don't have mm-hmm. to figure it out mm-hmm. before I try some things. Right. Because it's the trying the things mm-hmm. that helps us figure it mm-hmm. out. Right. Right. Analysis paralysis. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well, oh my gosh, Becky, we only have a, a couple minutes left. So how do people find you and connect with you? Great. Well, I have a, a website, BeckyBlades.com, but I really am loving the newsletter um, on Substack. Mm-hmm. By the way, every stardust should get a Substack. It's great. They're not paying me, but it's just a great platform mm-hmm. to kind of explore and write. And mm-hmm. if you ever want to publish easily, so it's called Startistry or Becky Blade Substack. And those are two places you can, um, you know, I'm on LinkedIn as Becky Blades and Facebook, but. Um, and I'm t- trying, I'm starting, uh, playing with TikTok. Ha ha ha. But you know, I, that's one of those. I'm like, no, because I would go squirrel and you know, that'd be that. I, you know. <laughs> yes. I love it. Well, again, you know, it's beckyblades.com and, and so right. very easy to find you. And, you know, it's, I, I love this and this really has been so much fun. I knew it would be when I was reading through everything. Um, it was kind of one of those where, like I said, it was, you know, I was almost thinking, Ooh, kind of a kindred spirit type of, of, yeah. you know, and, and, uh, you know, and, and, and I think, you know, the, the other thing I got out of this is that we need to give ourselves permission that it's okay to do this. Yes. Um, yes. you know, and, and so, you know, that was, and, and yeah, ignore those judgy people, you know, unless they're telling you don't go play in the street, honey, you know, then, you know, then, then you might, might not ignore them, but, right. um, you know, and, and I've never cut my Trust yourself and your ideas. Yeah. Yeah. As I say, if, you know, if an idea shows up for you, mm-hmm. return the favor, right. quit thinking about the other voices. Mm-hmm. Think about the mm-hmm. idea yeah. as a person mm-hmm. and a personality. Mm-hmm. And, um, have a conversation with mm-hmm. your idea instead of mm-hmm. the judges. That's, that's stupid. That's silly. That's dumb. Yeah. You know, tell yeah. that little voice, that little, you know, little, little Pinocchio or whoever, Jiminy Cricket, that was it on the shoulder. Um, you know, tell go exactly. with it. So, but, exactly. Well, Becky, this has been so much fun. And, and I would love to, to continue the conversation at some point because I think it's very important for people. Um, so, you know, we'll, we would love to have you on again. Until then, do you have any final thoughts that you want to leave everyone with? I think that it's kind of the premise of the this whole stardustry um, mindset. And it is that acting on our ideas reveals the best of who we are. Mm-hmm. We want to leave our, the way we leave ourselves in the world is to act on our own ideas and give them life. So that's. I- that's what it means to me. I love it. Well, this has been so delightful. And I really you know, am looking forward to the next time that we chat. I'm Deb Creer. I've been having such a fun conversation with Becky Blades, who is the author of Start More Than You Can Finish, a creative permission slip to unleash your best ideas. Look, if you were watching it, you're seeing her be Vanna. Um, and so, you know, it, it really is so much fun. And until next time, everyone have a great day. 
Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.